here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Lawn bowling is more than just a game. There's no talking on the green. Welcome to Without Bias. Great to have your company on Without Bias. Sam Hargraves filling in for Jack Heaven. We're in today nine of the 11-day Asia-Pacific Championships on the Gold Coast. We've got a big show coming up for you. We're going straight to the top of World Bowls. The CEO, Gary Smith, will join us just before 9.30. And we're going to cross to one of our best Barry Lester has been in action today, so we'll head to the Gold Coast very soon to catch up with Barry. Uh, just a quick update in the cricket. New Zealand, in a rain-delayed start, uh, are into bat. They are two for 24 into the sixth over in their game against Pakistan. And a lot of eyes on this game because if Pakistan are able to win, they put enormous pressure on the Poms and don't we like that. As I said, day nine of the 11-day Asia-Pacific Championships on the Gold Coast. It's been a massive month for the bowls in the, the top echelon of the sport this is following on from the 14-day Australian Open, which concluded just recently on the Gold Coast as well. Uh, just a couple of results coming through from today. In the women's pairs, uh, which is Lindsay Clark and Kelsey Cottrell, Australia defeated Singapore 22-11. to In round seven, round eight, they defeated China 36-5. to In the women's triples, uh, Carla Krizanich, Natasha Scott and Rebecca Van Aish, uh, they defeated Brunei 27-10. to In the men's singles, Ray Pierce, our competitor there in the men's singles, uh, he's defeated uh, Australia, defeating India 21-6. to And Ray in very nice form against Norfolk Island 21-9. Uh, to In the men's fours, Barry Lester, who we'll get to in just a tick, Aaron Tease and Nathan Rice and Aaron Sheriff were too good from, for Japan. Uh, they won 20 to 9. That's just some of the results today. One man who was in scintillating form. He was also part of the men's triples team that won the only gold medal in the first half of the disciplines at the Asia Pacific Championships this week. Barry Lester has been good enough to join Without Bias again. Uh, thanks very much, Baz. Great to have you back on Without Bias. Yeah, good to have uh, be back on the show. It's um, yeah, it's been really busy up here on the Gold Coast, but it's um, yeah, great to, to get bowls out there on the radio as always. Into day nine today uh, of an 11-day Asia-Pacific Championships on the Gold Coast. It's been a busy month of bowls uh, in the top echelon following the 14-day Australian Open. How are you, how are you faring up, mate? Everything good? Hips, knees, shoulder, everything okay? <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right, Sam. It's, it's a long, long haul, mate. We've played up-to-date 18 games, uh, long days, so you're pretty much sort of up around the 6, 6.30 mark, go for a morning walk, brekkie, then play all day and then come up and recover. So they're long days and we've got 19 countries here, which is fantastic. And the unfortunate bit is the weather just turned on us the last day or two and we've had oh, unbelievable sunshine and blue skies for the last couple of weeks. But, yeah, a little bit of bad weather today, but we've managed to, to have a really successful campaign the last few days in those conditions. So the first half of of the competition probably didn't go the way that uh, Australia would have been hoping. You guys were the only gold medalist. How are we looking in the second week? For for the men's, it, it's singles and fours all week. Uh, Ray Pierce is our singles player. How did he go today and, and how have the fours been going across the day? Yeah, we've had a uh, really successful run in the in the singles. So Ray's topped his pool, so he'll finish top the sections, which 
advanced him straight into the semi-finals, as well as our fours team. So myself, Nathan Rice, Aaron Sheriff and Aaron Tees, who actually played his 50th game for Australia today, so it was a good achievement by Aaron. And, yeah, we're faring very well in the women's as well, also qualifying for finals. So it's um, all set up to try and win some, some gold medal from here, Sam. Your own form, how have you felt that you've been performing? Uh, obviously, you, you got the gold last week, but as an individual, how do you feel like you're, you're landing them at the minute? Yeah, well, my job's the lead, so I, I basically roll the jack and try and get us off to a good start. Uh, the idea is just to try and get a couple around it, around the head to force the opposition under a little bit of pressure and then have my second in Aaron T's, third Nathan Rice and, and skipper in, in Aaron Sheriff just come along and either add to the count or maybe dislodge a few opposition bowls. But, yeah, I'm really happy with my form. Um, yeah, just in varying conditions, which has been a, probably a bit of a standout, just to be able to adjust from a couple of days ago, quite warm conditions where the greens were very fast, around about the 17-second mark to today, actually pretty cold weather for the Gold Coast, which is rare, but uh, with the green sort of slowing down to around the 12-second mark. So to be able to be quite universal in those conditions and adjust, i um, pretty happy with my form, but been wrapped in the way um, our whole team's been performing and, and especially uh, our, our sort of um, newer player to the team in Aaron Tees. He, he st- stood up really well and, uh, like I said, he got his 50th test for Australia today and he's, he's been going great. So... Hopefully we can all stay in, t- in touch and stay in form and, and uh, really push hard for some, some gold medals come finals. Uh, it's been a few milestones. You got your 150th cap for the Jackaroos early in the tournament. That's 13 years after you made your debut in 2006. We, we just touched on your form there. Y- you must be feeling pretty confident about where you're placed to get selection for the 2020 World Bowls Championships, which will be uh, this time next year with the way that you've sort of gone uh, the Australian Open and now at the Asia-Pacific Championships? Yeah, that's correct, Sam. You want to you want to sort of play well in, in any lead-up events and any domestic events. And uh, Asia-Pacific Games is a huge stepping stone to not only uh, play in the World Championships, but just to prove yourself against uh, international competitors. So uh, I've played in one World Championships and I would definitely love to play in another. It is uh, up next to Commonwealth Games, the pinnacle in our sport, and we're all chasing... Uh, chasing gold and world titles at the World Bowls event. So next year in, in May, World Bowls comes around on the Gold Coast and this is definitely one of those events where you want to do well and, and prove yourself up against some quality opposition. And yeah, we, it's been 13 years to sort of between, um, my, my first game for Australia and, and getting my 150th. But, uh, yeah, you, you obviously really privileged and honored to, to get any game for Australia and to be able to, um, hang in there over that, that journey has um, been a lot of hard work and sacrifice, but really wrapped for, for a few other players that have hung in there too, like Kelsey Cottrell. You know, she just played a 400th test match for Australia the other day um, from playing her first game for Australia at the age of 15 until until now. So uh, Natasha Scott rock, racked up 250. So we've got some really good mix of experienced players who have played a lot of games for Australia and, and won a lot, as well as some good youth coming through in the sport and participation um, is, is at an absolute high for the sport at the moment and um, TV coverage is, is and, and radio coverage like this is what's helping the sport. So Bowles is in a really good position.
No, absolutely. And just tell you're, you're 37, if I'm not mistaken, so you're a, a year younger yep. than me. You, you, you debuted in 2006, you, 13 years. So that means that you, if my maths is, 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 is okay, and it's normally not very good, Barry, I've got to tell you. Um, mm-hmm. So in that's 13 years ago, so you would have been 20, around 24, 23, 24 when you debuted for Australia. So how did you actually get into bowls originally? And I, and I love to hear this story because I know you're a Bendigo boy and I always get up and about when I speak to a fellow Bendigonian. Uh, so how yep. did you get yourself into bowls originally at such a young age? Oh, I was just like normal, any normal kid just out there being competitive, playing sport. But uh, unfortunately, our football and, and my, my frame, my body didn't really agree. I, I broke too many bones and... Uh, I loved going out there and playing my footy, but as soon as I broke my arm, that was pretty much cricket done for the summer. And my dad just said, "Come down to the bowls club and have a bit of a game of night pennant." And which club then, was that, mate? Um, that was Wedderburn Bowls Club, just outside of Bendigo. Oh, that's Hargraves and, country um, up there, mate. There's that many Hargraves as oh, there. It sure is. <laughs> yeah, Teddy Teddy Hargraves was my first skipper. Actually, was he that. really? So, um, that's my dad's yeah, uncle. So there, there, small world, and that's that's uh, that really got me in from there. My dad, yeah, was you know. Um, a bowler for years and he said come down and have a game and then basically just any bowls club you go to it's just a warm friendly environment it's very fun social and mm. I just was hooked straight away won a few titles early on and um, since then it just it's taken yeah, a lot of time and effort like any sport that you want to do well at you've got to put in the hours and uh, yeah it's, it's seen me now travel all around the world and, and play in a couple of Commonwealth games and world championships so the sport's been unbelievable to me and um, basically, once I got hooked, I was never really going to look back. I, I just sort of uh, fell in love with the game and the people and the clubs and just the whole vibe and the, and the chemistry and the, and the culture of the sport. So, um, yeah, that's sort of that's been the sport for me. And, and there's probably people out there that are listening now or, or probably thinking, you know, maybe I should get involved in a sport or an activity or a hobby and you won't find a better sport than, than bowls. You know, you get down to your local club, you'll be, you know, you'll be there for a lifetime. Barry Lester, uh, so you know, you've not just, not only have you just competed at World uh, Championships and Com Games, you're silver medals uh, at Gold Coast uh, last year in the Com Games. Uh, you got silver medals at Christchurch in the World Championships, a bronze medal back in 2006. So you, you've performed incredibly well at those events. Is is there enough happening now in bowls? Is it going to get to a certain point? Can you make a living out of it? Like, is it getting to that point that there's that you can be a full time professional lawn bowler? It, you, you really can, and you need to be smart about it. You know, mm. you need to network very well. There's some some big stakeholders involved in the sport of bowls through Bowls Australia and our state bodies, and there's uh, unbelievable clubs out there supporting their athletes. So generally, if you're involved with a, a club that's um, you know quite progressive, they'll support their players, and if they're playing state or international level, they'll definitely get behind them and see that they've got employment and that you know some of their financial issues are uh, taken care of. Um, myself, you know, I've, I've got um, my own wine label, so that helps. Oh, hello! Um, helps me get out there. Give, and, give it a plug. Yeah, let's hear that. Yeah, yeah, blessed wines. Uh, so yeah, I've got a, my own wine label through a local company called Steve's Wicker, and um, yeah, my, my wine is a uh, just an initiative with Bowls Australia that yeah, for every bottle sold, we help the disaster relief out. So um, just just sort of getting out there and what's the specialty um, there barry is it a are you a shiraz man is it is it reds whites what are we what are we looking at there yeah nice clear valley shiraz and a, and a uh-huh. Mulder sav blanc so um they're sold all around the bowls clubs and across australia and um yeah but i've been lucky to 
to have the support of not only my club, Melbourne Bowls Club, but like the Victorian Institute of Sport. So there's some great, uh, I guess, organisations out there that help us athletes and the current high-performance program that Bowls Australia provides really does tick all the boxes in trying to see that you're, you're doing well both on and off the green. So, um, yeah, a lot of good things happening out there for athletes and we do take a lot of time off, but um, nine times out of ten, you're, you're in a good place and a lot of good people out there to help you out. Hey, Barry, we've got to let you go. It's, it's always fantastic chatting to you. Um, and very proud of the work you're doing up there at the uh, Asia-Pacific Championships at the moment. It, it, when you look at the fact that there's 19 countries uh, participating at the moment, there, there's more, plenty more at the World Championships, does it just put a little bee in your bonnet when you read stories like the one getting around today that breakdancing has been approved as an Olympic sport, yet we've got a sport like lawn bowls where it's already Commonwealth, there's already has its own World Championships, can't get a, a look in for Olympic certification? Oh, probably not a bee in my bonnet. I guess it's just the case of, um, you know, the more we can promote the game, the better. You know, and we're doing amazing things. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, the, the more sports that can make uh, the Olympics, the better, and the more sports that get out there on TV and that and create participation, well, that's the key. But bowls... Um, I'm, I'm very confident that uh, the way the sport's heading with such great initiatives uh, across Australia, such as Jack Attack and BPL Cup, etc., mm. um, we'll get there. And uh, it might not be in my time, but I'm more than happy to sit back in years to come and, and get behind the Aussies if they if they make it to the Olympics. And but like I said, bowls is a, a great community-based sport, and it's internationally played. And the more countries that start getting involved, the better. And, and no doubt, we'll see it in the Olympics one day. Good luck for the next couple of days. Currently undefeated in the men's fours. Hopefully it's big success for you there. And we'll chat to you next time on Without Bias. Barry Lester, thanks again. Thanks, Sam. Talk soon. Uh, Bowls.com.au is where you can follow all the action of the Asia-Pacific Championships. Uh, Let's get a quick World Cup update. New Zealand reeling three for 38. And it's only about nine overs gone. Pakistan all over the Kiwis at the moment. This is a very, very good performance by Pakistan in their match at Edgbaston against New Zealand. Uh, those World Cup updates, thanks to Simmons Homes. They, you can build with confidence at Simmons Homes today, thanks to their incredible lifetime structural guarantee. Gary Smith, World Bowls CEO, will join us next on Without Bias. We go straight to the top. The man is in the Gold Coast to get things ready for the World Championships happening there next year, and we'll speak to him next on Without Bias, SEN. From the wide outdoors to the great indoors, this is Without Bias. Welcome back to Without Bias on the Sporting Capital. Sam Hargraves filling in for Jack Heverin. It was great to chat to Barry Lester. What a superstar he is. And if you're wondering what that wine is of his, Blessed Wines, B-L-E-S-T, Wines, get on the Bowls Australia website and you'll find out more about Blessed Wines, uh, the great man Barry Lester. Uh, but I'll tell you what, this is a good thing about Without Bias. We like to go straight to the top when we uh, get our guest. And it doesn't get any bigger than our next guest, the CEO of World Bowls, Gary Smith, who's in Australia for the Asia-Pacific Champions happening in the Gold Coast at the moment, as we know. Gary's been good enough to give us some time. Hello, sir. Hello, uh, Sam. Great to join you. How are you going up there on the Gold Coast, Gary? You're in town, obviously, for the Asia-Pacific Championships. Just casting an eye over it because the World Championships will be there next year. How are you finding the tournament so far? Well, so far, so good, Sam. And, uh, in fact, we've just finished doing the draw for the playoffs um, for the second half disciplines. And... uh 
there's been some interesting draws coming out uh, for that, and um, we're delighted to say that uh, so many uh, of the countries who have been participating have qualified in something, at least for the uh, 2020 World Championships. That is brilliant. So we'll get to that in just a moment. How's the draw gone for for us Aussies? Would, Would we be happy with how it's fallen? Well, um, in, in this second week, Australia have in fact uh, topped their groups um, in all disciplines. So they're straight through to the semi-finals. So they're guaranteed medals in uh, men's singles, men's fours, women's pairs, and women's triples. I tell you what, that's what we love to hear. That is music to our ears. And we just spoke, as you would have heard me, to, to Barry Lester, who is the the lead of our men's fours. So uh, he was just quietly confident, though. They they he thought that they were playing quite well. So be interesting to see how that pans out over the next couple of days. Uh, just on the, the the additional countries, nineteen nations in action at the Asia Pacific Championships. Just talk us through, Gary, the rise of the minnow nations and how now bowls there's no easy there's no easy rounds. Well, that's obviously been the thing that's come through, um, not only in this Asia-Pacific Championships, but also in the other world qualifier that uh, uh, I ran down it in uh, Wales, um, the Atlantic Championships, which finished about three weeks ago. I mean, some of these new countries uh, and developing countries are putting in some amazing performances. I mean, for example, here, uh, a, tr- a ladies' triple from India has just uh, won their group in the women's triples. We've we've seen Papua New Guinea yep. um, qualifying also uh, in the the women's pairs, um, and Japan. Mm. All of these these countries now, nobody is a pushover in any game. Mm. Even Thailand, the Philippines, Fiji, they all have teams yep. in there, and, and and by the sounds of it, have been really competitive. Absolutely, as you say, Thailand are there, Philippines are there, all all vying um, for for medals. Uh, obviously, they're guaranteed to be in the world championships by getting in the top top six of their their groups. But to get into the top three and give themselves a chance of, of medals, absolutely fantastic. Speaking to Gary Smith, who's the World Bowl CEO, Gary, as I said, we spoke to Barry Lester earlier and it was fascinating to hear him talk about the fact that he can make a living now about uh, being a full-time lawn bowler. Uh, so he's a professional in that regard, which is an extraordinary thing and, and a fantastic thing for the sport. Is the state of the sport in Australia representative of whereabouts it is around the rest of the world generally, or are we ahead of the curve in that regard? Well, I think, um, to be honest, uh, Australia, there's nowhere else in the world like Australia. It's uh, the infrastructure of their clubs um, and the the bigger clubs um, and the size of those clubs, the the financial structure... um, it's just so so much more um, fina- financially sound in, in in this part of the world compared to almost ed- anywhere else in the world. But I mean, we have. Why do you think countries. that is, Gary? Why do you think that is? Well, I th- I, I'd, I'd think obviously that uh, massive support of um, of government, uh, in your case, the Australian Sports Commission, mm. and their support for high performance um, in bowls is fantastic. 
But as I say, uh, the other aspect is that the, the, the players themselves at the very top have that opportunity to be employed by clubs, um, giving them the, the, the base to work from, um, and, and, and the finance. So is that part of the – there's a recent focus I know about developing a sort of global marketing campaign. Is the model yep. that we have here in Australia, do you look at that and say, okay, well, let's see what we can do about trying to implement that? And I know that it takes time to get the relationship with government and things like that and funding, but are you looking to roll out sort of a similar model around the world, especially in the developing um, bowls nations? Well, I think the answer to that is because of the, the club structure is so much different mm. um, around the, the rest of the world. Um, you know, if, if you take your, your your massive clubs here with their, um, their their gambling sides, the income they 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 receive from the, the pokey machines, um, etc., um, there just nothing exists like that. So you, you can't exactly roll that model out as, sure. as a world governing body. What you can do is you can encourage um, far more professional um, setups in terms of performance um, and, and coaching. Um, obviously, the, uh, the the bigger nations have that opportunity. For, for many of the, the the smaller nations with small administration structures, it's a very different world. They don't get the support from from government um, or or sports commissions, etc., that uh, is seen in some of the other parts of the world. So there's a, there's a, there's a job to do, but the, it sounds like the, the foundations are there. Just a, a question, and I asked this to Barry before, the, the news today that breakdancing is set to become an Olympic sport... And I'll just ask you the same thing I asked him. Does it put a little bit of a bee in your bonnet? As the CEO of World Bowls, Gary Smith, you've got 19 countries there at the Asia Pacific Championships. You'll get a hell of a lot more at the World Championships next year. Does it yep. just uh, put a bee in your bonnet that bowls isn't an Olympic sport at this stage? Well, it's a, it's, um, it's a long story um, and a, a very disappointing one. Um, to be honest, uh, myself and my colleagues at World Bowls have got more than a bee in our bonnet about the Olympic recognition side of things. Fair um, enough. Some, some three, three years ago, we started um, the, uh, the application for Olympic recognition on the basis that we were assured that uh, our 54 member countries all counted towards um, a minimum number. Um, unfortunately, after that, and when I say, um, and this is no exaggeration, the, the application, which was a 40-page questionnaire, um, was accompanied with 120 documents, including um, letters of support from Commonwealth Games Federation, etc., um, for our applications, subsequent to which um, they the goalposts changed and in order to get on the bottom rung of Olympic recognition you have to be a member of something called GAISF which is the Global Association of International Sports Federations now their minimum criteria uh, is 40 countries now we have 54 countries but um, there's a proviso those countries have to be full members of uh, the International Federation World Bowls and they have to be a country as recognised on the UN list. So oh, unfortunately me. what happened is that 
Um, if you take England, Scotland, Ireland, Wales, Jersey, Guernsey, Isle of Man, instead of having seven, oh, they count that it as became you, one. That Great Britain. And the same okay. happened with yep. Norfolk Island, etc. Right. So there's so, still there's still some work to do. Uh, Gary Smith, yep. the World Bowl CEO. I'd love to keep talking about this. I, I know we've we've got to let you go there, and we're a little bit pressed for time. But it sounds like this is something we need to keep hearing a little bit more about. Just the the battle that World Bowls has on its hands to get that Olympic recognition. Thank you for enlightening us on that and we look forward to finding out a little bit more in the coming weeks. Enjoy the last couple of days of the Asia Pacific Championships and we look forward to seeing you out here again next year for the World Championships on the Gold Coast. Thanks for speaking to Without Bias. Thank you Sam. Delighted to have joined you. Gary Smith, the CEO of World Bowls. Great to get some insight from him and that is a fascinating story which we'll delve into hopefully next time we speak to you on Without Bias. Sam Hargraves filling in for Jack Heverin. You can follow the Asia Pacific Championships at bowls.com.au G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.